Hello everyone, nice to uh, connect with you again. So this is Dwayne from SIT Student Life and coming to you from the SIT Student Life Diversity and Inclusion podcast. So today we have a new episode about life goals and actually uh, Afian will score me. Lah. So this is our actual name for the episode is Scaling My Everest Life Goals. Okay, so um, let me introduce, uh, of course we have to start with a lame joke, right? Anyway, so let me introduce who uh, our participants today. Uh, of course, we have Elfian and Eldrin. Hello. Hey, hey everybody. Joining us today is also Megani. Hi guys, Megani here. I'm from DigiPen. I'm a computer science student. Thank you. And our special guest for today uh, is an SIT alumni, Nofai Rus. Hi everyone, I'm Fai, so I'm actually an SIT alumni, graduated last year from hospitality business. Thank you, Fai. Uh, so, our topic for today, uh, as you probably understand by now, we sort of have a casual conversation but deal with weighty topics uh, and probably can't get more weighty than scaling Everest. So we were just thinking about life goals and how actually they can be quite difficult to figure out or even uh, to decide which are the right ones. So we thought it'd be good to have a, one episode of the podcast dedicated to that. Uh, so let me just throw it to the floor, whoever is comfortable to start sharing. Uh, so what do you think, you know, having a, in the, in the sense, life goals, where do we start? Well, uh, let me just jump in right here. Uh, life goals, I think people have the misconception that life goals has to be something outrageous or something very large, you know, something that's very long term. But uh, I think from my experience and my perspective, life goals need not be something that is tremendous. Mm -hmm. It can be something as small as, um, you know, setting a, a small short term goal, like um, I want to be a better listener, I want to be a better friend. Mm -hmm. It doesn't right. have to necessarily mean I want to be the president of, of Singapore, I want to be the president of the world. No, it doesn't have to necessarily jump to, to that kind of extent, but we do have to start small mm -hmm. in order to make that kind of uh, large larger goals. We do have to have building blocks and smaller goals to me is what will help um, help us achieve such uh, larger goals in, in our lives and sometimes some people think like uh, life goals is just a target but to me I don't think it's just target setting it's more than that it's meaning hmm. what kind of meaning are you bringing to your life yeah. what kind of legacy are you leaving behind when you leave this earth so to me like life goals has a deeper connotation than be beyond simple target setting because you know in primary school they always say oh target setting mm. and they say okay what kind of grades do you want to get you mm. know but it's more than that what's the meaning so if you choose to pursue a cause like fire pursuing uh you're in the social work scene now so there must be a meaning for why you're choosing to like you know pursue such a field so maybe you want to share with us why you're choosing that field. <laughs> sure, thanks for the question, Matt. Yeah. Okay, so basically, but before that, I'll just like give uh, my interpretation of life goal. So to be honest, personally, when I first heard about life goal, I find it rather intimidating. Mm. 
Mm. Reason being is that oh, I need to have a certain purpose in life. So hence why I need that purpose in life becomes my identity or why I'm here on earth. Right. Right. And then that can be quite a daunting task because mm. you try to find it, but then you somehow rather it's rather elusive and you do not know where do you fit in. Yeah. Especially when it comes to finding your own identity in this current space. Mm. So um. I also agree with what Mac actually mentioned about you know life goals. Um, it can be something that's very personal to you. It doesn't really mean that you need to fit into a certain mold yeah. or what mm. the society mentioned and such. So basically, what's important is that uh, what you're comfortable with and what resonates with you most. Even right. if it's something mm-hmm. that's very very small, like for example, oh my life goal is just to actually achieve at least one percent more today than yesterday. Mm-hmm. For example, maybe just to read. Like one chapter more out of mm. book, yeah. or perhaps just to walk like more as compared to yesterday. Yeah. So that itself, it's an achievement itself. So, so basically, having improvements in your exactly, life. Exactly. Exactly. So it doesn't have to be something that is you know multiple, or it doesn't have to be exponential. Mm-hmm. Like the smallest effort does make a difference in your life, and and that's what we should like convey to our listeners as well. Exactly, exactly. Um, this reminds me of a Malay idiom that's called "sikit sikit lama lama jadi bukit." So it means that by um, you need to put in a little bit every single day, and it becomes a hill, a mountain itself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it, like Confucius always mentioned, you know, a journey of a thousand steps begins with a with a single step. Yeah. So you need to have that single step, and that single step itself, it itself is a goal. That you actually want to have in your life, right. right? Yeah. So, like, when you're talking about single step, now the next question would be: In what direction should we have this single step? I mean, should it be towards like passion or should it be towards practicality? Because this is often like a dilemma that most students and adults, for that matter, will face in their life. So, where would you like? You know, think that we should direct our efforts towards. You know, because you know sometimes you want to do something that you're very passionate about, but maybe your parents don't approve it. Maybe your friends don't approve of it. And then sometimes if you do something that you want to, you know, you want to be practical because you know Singaporeans are very pragmatic. You know, and we want to think about long term. We want to think about sustainability. Um, so where do we draw the line in in between these two? And where do we say like um, this is not. Why I want to do, even though it's practical, and where do we say that even though I'm passionate about something, it is not practical enough for me to pursue it. So how do we draw that balance? Mm. <coughs> I think this question kind of like it's a dilemma that I actually face when I'm about to graduate, and it started <laughs> like way before I even graduate. <laughs> like what am I supposed to do in my life? Yeah, this, right? Yes. <laughs> it's so like a typical Singaporean exactly moment, right? Existential yes. question like. Yes. Am I in the society? <laughs> Something like that. So, but then again, um, that's where number one: should I go with passion or should I go with practical reasons? Yeah. And mm. at that point of time, when I graduated, it was during a very, I would say, uh, unpredictable economic situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know that something is happening. Something yeah. is upon us, yeah. especially when the economy is rather quite. You know, meh. But then again, COVID happens, and yes, that's another yes, bigger yes. meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely upsetting the table, right? Exactly, exactly. So you kind of need to balance it by okay, if I'm gonna go with passion truly, then yeah. something gotta give so- and yeah. take Along somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you cannot get like both at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, again, it I, I cannot like prescribe a certain like formula for everybody mm-hmm. because. 
each person is different in terms of their needs and wants and personalities. Yeah. So what works best for you? What works? Uh, what resonates best for you and what you're most comfortable with? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Definitely, if let's just say you're going to go with passion, the fallback behind it is probably it may or may not be the most uh, the channel which generates the most money. Yeah. Yeah. So because that's probably like the most pragmatic yeah. way. But then again, if you're gonna go with the pragmatic thingy, you probably do not like reflect best on your identity. Mm -hmm. You feel like something is taken away from you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that is where you draw that middle line. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe to give some context is that I actually graduated from banking when I graduated from poly, like okay. eons ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I joined banking because it's the pragmatic, practical reason. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But then it's something that I do not see myself mm -hmm. going forward. Mm -hmm. But having said that, I enjoyed the business side. Mm -hmm. And knowing myself, I'm a very arts person. Mm -hmm. Back in secondary school, I'm a pure humanities and arts student. Mm. You got me, Aldrin. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> okay, just for, for your knowledge, uh, because it's a podcast you can't see, right? There's some sign language going on between Aldrin and Fai. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We connect because we're art students. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry guys, can't relate. <laughs> yeah. Both of you were art students before no. Actually poly. for me, right, I was I, I did civil engineering in poly. I graduated with interest. And I'm, I still have interest for civil engineering, but at the back of my mind is totally every like what you say, arts. Like mm. I love theaters, mm. I love music, I have the passion for all this, and I really enjoy doing all of this. Yeah, so it's really like what you said. It's like you know, there's the, this passion on like arts towards like performing arts, right? Mm. And but practicality side will be you know my civil engineering background, and that is something yes. that I want to pursue still, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So back to you, Fai. Sorry for interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> so at, the, at that point of time, I was like in between. I'm mm -hmm. arts inclined, yeah. mm -hmm. but at the same time, I love business at the same time. Yeah. Right. So that's where I took the career switch, my first career switch to events. Because mm -hmm. events is a mixture of arts, which is the event planning side, the creative side. Mm. At the same time, there's that element of business. You need to do budgeting and everything. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed that and I did it for six years before going to SIT. Yeah. Yeah. And again, the next career, so-called career change that I actually have is when I went into community development slash social work okay. in my current um, yeah, job. So basically, um, I do still love events, mm -hmm. but having said that, I kind of know that you know, the events industry is not doing that well as of now, mm -hmm. yeah. but I still love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, because I have been doing youth volunteer work since back then, and I also have the passion to do youth development. Mm -hmm. So how do I strike the balance? How do I find the mid, uh, the halfway point, so that I can still so-called honor my passion, hmm. which is events at the same time youth development work, but at the same time that is practical. Yeah. So that's where I make that shift towards community development. So in my current role, I'm still doing events, but with a different focus. It's more towards youth development or youth leadership per se. Mm -hmm. So do you realize that sometimes when people talk about passion, like they do tend to undermine the Im importance of certain fields in Singapore, especially like uh, like you mentioned the arts. Aldrin, you are passionate about performing arts and yes, everything. Yes, <laughs> But do you realize that people undermine the importance of this? People don't see it as something that's a necessity in life. You know they. They brush it aside. They see that it's not not as important as other fields, like uh, you know, you're in civil engineering. So, like, what do you think about that? 
I think this is excep- like especially true in Singapore, right? Like whereby people tend to like overlook on like the importance of performing arts or music, and mm. they you know a lot of Singaporeans. I wouldn't say all, but a lot of us, you know, like even my closest friends, right? My family members, I would say also, right? That they have you know a lot of us tend to have this mentality that, um. Engineering or like going into like medicine or yeah. pharmaceutical, all this will bring you, will give you like a better, a better life. Yeah, a better life, and it will bring you to a better like success or, or in iron, life. Iron so rice they don't, bowl. right? Sorry, doing iron rice bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So like, when I mean like there was th- there were times right in life where like I thought of like oh maybe like I want to like change course to like theaters and maybe towards um. Like music, I mean, I did mm-hmm. really have those thoughts. Mm. Yeah, but I think also partly, um, for me personally, I was fr- previously from poly, right? And yeah. like I said earlier on, like I really had that interest for civil engineering, and so I thought, you know, I thought like, okay, I will just continue pursuing a civil engineering. So and you know, it's never too late to continue pursuing something else. So for mm-hmm. me, right, I told myself like, okay, I can get a civil engineering cert, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. from. A degree civil engineering, so over here in SIT, and that doesn't mean that I cannot continue pursuing yes. what I'm interested in. You know, I it doesn't mean that oh, like civil engineering is like I've obtained this paper, I'm just gonna stop there. No, it's not that. Yeah. No, it, it's never too late to continue pursuing what I want. So I think I shared with Elfian also before. Like I thought of like oh, continuing pursuing like maybe towards theaters, going into the theater industry upon graduating. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and I think like that also points down to this thing called like. Changing our life goals, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it can be like you know, um, our life goals can change over time. Yes. Over yeah. the years, our life goals can change. Maybe like f- when I was back in secondary school, I didn't see myself pursuing civil engineering. Mm-hmm. But I entered poly, you know. But I entered and I decided to go for civil engineering in poly, and I'm still here in civil engineering. But that doesn't mean that my life goals not gonna change in the future. Yeah. Right, okay. and there's always this analogy of like you know, start. Stop or rewind, in fact, mm. and yeah. it's like a tape, right? When we listen to, like, you know, back, do- back in those days, the olden days, actually, yeah. now on Spotify, right? We can also, like, click on, like, the play button, mm-hmm. the stop yeah. button, or scrub, the rewind, yeah. or even changing song, right? right? So, I think the changing song part is like, to me, the changing part, the changing song part, sorry, yeah, it actually tells me, like, oh, changing song actually also symbolizes the fact that I'm actually changing my life goals, right? Mm. Right? I can. Starting playing, clicking onto the play button is like, I'm gonna start with going, working forward to like my life goals. Stop doesn't mean that I'm not gonna continue. So I can I can pause it as well, and I can mm-hmm. continue uh, after that. I can click onto the play button and continue my journey to pursue my life goal. Yeah. Okay. But we are also given this free choice of like changing the song, right? We want mm. and clicking yeah. onto the next button or like the rewind button. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. You know, to all the listeners here, right? If you have like some, like, you know, you have a passion for something, and you feel that you know, um, it's not like something that's practical. Maybe there is some restriction stopping you. I want to let you all know that you know this is not the end, mm-hmm. right? You can still change the song on your Spotify list, <laughs> right? Everybody, okay. yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, but so, Twain, you want to go yeah. first? Oh, so I think just to sort of summarize where we, we are right now <laughs> <laughs> because we covered a lot but I think I'm thinking like three or four points uh. the first one was that uh, life goals don't have to be just the big goals right, yes, right? they, the they can goals. be I mean coming from small I think Megani you said that it's you know it's the small small goals also 
can be part of your life goals. It don't yeah. doesn't have to be being a president. Like yeah, I said. it mm. doesn't have right. to be that. Uh, but also working at it bit by bit, so step by step. Not necessarily that the the, the life goal will, will happen immediately, but we have to start working at it at a step at a time. I think is that what you said, mm, fine. That's right. Uh, and for Eldrin, you were saying that there is there's a few areas. Uh, there's a middle ground where yeah. I can do both. Uh, yes. The practical and the passion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Fai also mentioned mm -hmm. something like that, Elfian also. Uh, and, but there's also the opportunity to go into your passion a bit later. Yes, yeah. it's never okay. too late. So, uh, there's quite a few points, but the never too late part is also maybe uh, as a, as a, as a counsellor and having quite a few years of experience helping students with uh, the word fire use exactly the right word existential question <laughs> you know it's really <laughs> an question of existence right unfortunately even though I'm trained as a counsellor if I had the answer to that I'll be rich uh. yeah. <laughs> because yes. it, it <coughs> who was saying about meaning I think Megani was saying meaning yeah yeah you know so meaning is very important uh, and the meaning of it I think is where we might need to take some time to figure out yeah right yeah Sorry. Yeah, I think yeah, just want to jump in there. I, I, I just hope that you don't have the answer because I think the question is even more important. Mm. Right? It's like, you know, it's like if I really do know what I want to do with my life, then like, okay, now I'm done. Yeah. I know what I want to do. Yeah. I've got my course set. Right? Yes. And, and I, I think part of life and, 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 and goal setting is sometimes you, you've got to have, you've got to trust your instinct, you've got to trust, you know, that making that mistake. Yes. Uh, even though you think that it's it's what you should have done, mm -hmm. might actually lead you, you know, uh, how I, how do I say this? It might lead you unknowingly, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Just want to confess, I'm also a closet uh, art student. And I don't think uh, you can ever if if you you like if you're ever an art student, you're like an art student for life, yeah. mm. right? Mm. The kind of okay. thing. So so and 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 I I think. Um, Life is best enjoyed when there's a bit of risk, mm. when there's mm. a bit of um, unknowingness, mm -hmm. if I can say that. Right. But like, okay, let's just draw back to all of your points. All of you mentioned that we will change our life goals, you know, as we, mm. as we progress in life, yeah. you know, we have different priorities and everything. But when does it get too much? When does it get like, we're changing our life goals too often to the point where we're accomplishing nothing. And then you're always halfway finishing a task. You're halfway oh. through a goal. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, suddenly you're like, ah, I'm giving up on this. I'm going right. to move on to something mm. else. Right. You know, so we don't want that kind of mindset. Mm. You know, we shouldn't be using the excuse like, ah, I'm changing my life goals. You know, I have something else I want to pursue. I, I want to pursue my passion. But um, are you really doing it for the sake of pursuing your passion? Mm. Or are you just running away mm. from the challenges right, right. that your current task has? You know, so... We have to be very sure when we make a change in our life goals or when we even set a life goal. Because when you set a life goal, there's of course going to be a lot of thought that's going into it, you know, and you're drawing from all the experiences that you have got, like, gathered throughout all your years, you know, you've met different people, you've um, you know, had many encounters, you know, difficult times, you've seen your parents, you know, I'm sure they have had, um, uh, you know, tough times as well, especially during this COVID pandemic. So. Um, you know, you're drawing inspiration from them. You're seeing that, okay, they are not giving up. So if you are truly going to stop pursuing a task, um, how do we tell 
whether we're giving it up for the right reason. Mm. That's a very good question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the problem, is, <laughs> the problem is that there's no, there's no template answer, right? Yeah. You know, it's not like, uh, it's not like a mathematical formula that is published or is mm -hmm. on your, you know, your your test. You have the the formula sheet, right? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yep. There, there is no one size fits all, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So so, so shouldn't how we? How do we make sense? Of yeah. It? So shouldn't we actually just pursue our life goal? You know, and you know, even if you think that it's too overwhelming, and of course, sometimes some task will be overwhelming. Yeah. You know, when you first set it, it's gonna be like, yes, I want to, let's say, uh, Algin for your case. Uh, yes, I want to be a civil engineer. But I'm sure, like you're in year two now. Yeah, going year, to year three. <laughs> year, year three. <laughs> okay. So I'm sure it, within the past two years, um, I'm sure there have been periods of time where you're like, is this really what I want to do? You know, I mean, I'm in DigiPen and I'm sure everybody has heard about how hard DigiPen is, you know. Oh, we have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Thank you, bye. Thank you. <laughs> DigiPen precedes uh, us. But, <laughs> um, I mean, personally, because currently I'm, I finished my year three, right? So, I mean, there have been instances where, you know, it's gotten so hard and mm -hmm. there are people who like falter. And then, you know, when sometimes when it comes to the point where, you know, you're failing modules, you know, and mm. then you have certain, like, limits to how long you can spend in, in mm. the university and all that. And then you also have, like, uh, responsibilities, you know, you want to go out into the workforce. You know, it becomes a very hard choice. Like, do I continue, you know, in the pursuit of my degree or do I, you know, change my course? Mm. But the thing is, then you have to ask yourself, why did you even make this life go in the first place? Yeah. You know, what set you on this path? Because yeah. I'm sure there was a very strong reason mm. for why you chose this life goal in the first place. Life goals are not made frivolously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's no a lot of thought that goes into yeah. it. You know, a lot of thinking that goes into mm. it. So if you're really making a change, then what does that say about you know, all that thought, all that time that you spend to, to invest, you know, invest into making this life goal? Like, what does it say about that time? Does it mean that you weren't thinking through it well, mm. you know? So, I yeah. I think it also depends on where we are at in life. La. I agree. You know, mm. like, so coming back to the point on like we were talking about practical means, right? I think Fai yeah. mentioned mm. uh, sometimes circumstance requires us to you just got to do certain things mm -hmm. to survive. Yeah. You know, especially when family depends on us yep. or uh, or some of us might be the first people in our family to go to university. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, so and and that is quite a big thing for any family. Mm -hmm. But in the first uh, the foremost in the mind, I think, for a lot of students is, I need to, to earn money, mm -hmm. mm. and we need to to make ends meet, and right. or possibly better than make ends meet. Yeah. Right? And, and that's why we are in university most of the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, it's great la, if we if we can go for our passions and we can afford it, right? But some, sometimes, the world doesn't doesn't allow us that space, yeah. right? Yeah. You know. That's the harsh reality. Yes, <laughs> right. And then, uh, or sometimes maybe society just looks at you differently, right? You know, mm. it's the, the typical, uh, nothing wrong about being a taxi driver, but you know, the stereotype of uh, you don't study hard, you become taxi driver. Uh, yeah. Mm. Right? And then society has that narrative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so maybe for five, having graduated, yeah. you know, uh, that practicality element, mm. how much did it play, uh, how big a part did it play mm. in your decision making? Mm. Um, if I got to chime in, 
I can like chime in with Max point and also Jim's yes. point. Um, the decision of me tr um, to enroll into SIT was actually one of the toughest decisions I ever made mm -hmm. because before that, I was in a very stable position yeah. in a government stat board, drawing mm -hmm. a very good pay. And then, um, but at the back of my mind, I always know that, hey, I want to pursue my education. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's something which I like. So that's where the passion comes into play, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The practical comes into play is about, but you're drawing a good pay, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Very stable job. Um, everybody wants your job. So why do you want to quit your job mm -hmm. to go into something which you don't draw any pay? Yeah. Mm. Right? And then you're going to sacrifice three years of your life mm. um, doing your degree. Okay. Yeah. And then at that point of time when I was thinking about that, and in the midst of me pursuing my degree, I actually so-called see my friends who are in the same batch or same age as I am, and they are progressing so much. Yeah. And that's where I start to question myself again. Right. Is this worth doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, it's about whether is it still practical or is it passionate? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you always need to come back to the very so-called root question is, why am I exactly doing this? Right. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, if you're going to compare yourself with someone else, you definitely always be either more off, less off, but it's never enough. Mm. Yeah. So the question of where, when is it enough? When is it worthwhile? When is it good balance between passion and pragmatic? Comes from you yes. mm. because you are enough. Well, so you need to so-called brand it yeah. in a way where, you know, this is what I am capable of. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay, this is aligned to what my I see myself going forward, mm -hmm. which is quite true that you know in life nothing is very linear. You definitely yeah. have detours yeah. along the way. Mm. I still remember like why am I sacrificing like twenty four hours of my life with no sleep but bring my capstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. then again, at the end of the day, what you actually want to do at the end, uh, at the end yeah. of the day, right. yeah, okay. it's quite true that you would def I would definitely like lose out on, for example, gaining a certain position, a certain mm. rank, if let's just on. Yeah, but. At the end of the day, is it worthwhile? So mm. back to your question, which is number one, when do I actually know whether is it practical yeah. or is it passionate? Uh, is or, or it how much did it play? Uh? How, how, how big a part did it play? You know, the practical considerations? I think, especially in Singapore, because everything is so mm. expensive. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So <laughs> you got to do something about it. And then that is always like, even though you might not want to think about it, mm -hmm. but it's like a a glaring alarm at the back of your mind, right? Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, you can't sleep. help but see it, right? Yeah. Exactly. When you wake up, you need to pay your bills already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you're sleeping. Yeah, I'm still paying my bills. <laughs> yeah, <you're> still paying. <laughs> yeah. So, at the end of the day, it's the level of comfort that you are okay with. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know it sounds a bit like grey. My answer mm -hmm. is a bit grey, but at the end of the day, if let's just say you're okay being like paying this little mm -hmm. and you're able to meet a certain number of needs, yes. right? Mm. Then that's practical to you. Then mm. because you're actually pursuing your passion, but then it's not paying that well. But mm. it's okay to you. Yes. You're able yeah. to meet oh. whatever minimum need that you actually want to yes. For example, pay your telephone bills, pay your uh, chicken rice $2.50 from somewhere else, mm. right? Yeah. Every day. Mm. And you're totally happy with it, yeah. right? then why are you comparing yourself to another person? Right. Yeah. So right. that yeah. itself is practical to you. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. However, if let's just say you're someone who it's like, hey, I want to attain, um, I don't know, a certain rank by a certain time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that itself what defines me, mm-hmm. then, then you gotta look at it in a different lens. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, something which Aldrin actually brought up about you know about we can pursue different interests and different mm. passions. Mm-hmm at different stage of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it also boils down to your own identity, which is basically, if I got to put an analogy, you're a portrait, a blank piece of, you know, white canvas, yeah. mm. right? If let's just say I'm going to paint it with just black and white, it's going to be very boring. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you're actually trying to do your career or certain passions, certain hobbies, that adds colours to your own identity. Mm. So that itself makes you uniquely you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that, hey, I only got to pursue this because it's the most practical thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cannot pursue my passion. Yeah. Or if I'm going to pursue my passion, I'm not going to be practical. Mm. But actually, in life, it's a mixture of everything. And of course, if you're passionate about something, you know, and you invest a lot of time into it, it can definitely become profitable definitely. in the long run. Yeah. You know, because there are like prof- professional uh, musicians, you know, they're professional uh, performers, you exactly. know. So they do dedicate a lot of time and effort into their craft, you know, perfecting it. And, and that does give them, you know, the monetary gains in the long run. I mean, in this case, we're just talking about practicality and we're just like directly equating it to monetary gains. But mm. there are There's other... Yeah, yeah, there are other uh, yeah, there are other yeah. interpretations of what is practical because mm-hmm. different people have different practical needs. Mm-hmm. So right. what's practical to you? Maybe you want to have, uh, let's say, you want to get your own house. But to me, maybe that's not very practical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it really depends on the individual, and it really boils down to what is essential to you, mm-hmm. what what matters to you yeah, in the exactly. long run. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this this part is maybe where we can, uh, for for our listeners is from a counselling perspective, maybe mm. this is where I can chime in, sure. uh, is that exactly what Fai was saying, uh, it's really what works for you. Mm. You have to be aware of what will fit for you. Mm-hmm. And as a counsellor who's provided uh, assistance to a lot of people in, in that, that stage of their life when they're trying to figure out these ex- existential questions, um, what Typically, we would suggest in counselling is that give yourself time. Mm-hmm. Mm. But what does give yourself time mean? Not necessarily, uh, I'm going to take one year and I'll decide in a year. Mm. It can work out that way, but actually it has to be give myself every week, I maybe I give myself half an hour every three days. Mm. And that half hour, I turn off, I silence my phone, no, mm. I don't listen to music, I just have a quiet space and I'm not distracted. And I think about what do I want? For my life, right? Mm. You know, uh, for some people, sometimes it helps to work backwards. You know, to think about at the end of their lives, they want to look back and see what they have done, mm-hmm. what they have gone through. Uh, for the things within your control, of course, like things like COVID, we can't control. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would I have wanted to have experienced to see at the end of my life, so that I can see that know that was a fulfilling and meaningful life. Uh, and Magali hit the nail on the head, like, I know, but meaning is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what means something to someone is what I think what Fai is saying is that it might mean something to someone. Mm-hmm. It might mean totally nothing to somebody else. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can't compare like for like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we are all in a way a little bit pressured by society mm-hmm. where we have to... Uh, know everything. La. We, we have to know where we want to be, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I was wanting to bring up this point. 
most of us at some time in our student life probably experience a classmate who knows in 30 years time exactly what they want to be, where, where they will be, how much they will earn. Mm -hmm. uh, and we look at that person and then we think of ourselves, how come I know like that? Mm. <laughs> Always happen. Right. And then you're like, them stressed. <laughs> it's like, well, now, sorry, why, why am I not like that? Actually, as a counsellor, in my experience, what I found is that, um, that that's not common, actually. Most of us don't know for sure mm. and don't know for a while. Yeah. So what I would suggest for our listeners, give yourself time. Maybe mm. twice a week, half an hour, set aside quiet time. You do your, your thing and you, you think about what works for you. Mm -hmm. And maybe sometimes you need to bounce ideas off with people you trust. Mm -hmm. And you, you go through this for an extended period of time. You, don't, you can put a year to it, you know, I, I will decide in one year, or you don't have to. But you need to devote that time to try to figure out uh, what's your overall goal, mm. and then you break it down into steps. You know, so it's sort of like, you know, sometimes you go into an organization and they have the vision and the mission. Mm -hmm. So the vision is where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And the mission is your everyday life. Mm. You know, the, the actual things you need to do on an almost daily basis or even daily basis. Mm. Yeah, sorry, public service message. <laughs> <laughs> a bit long-winded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Alfian, yeah. maybe you want to I wanted to jump in. in. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, you say quite a, quite a number of, of things that resonated with me. And I think I think what's important is that um, when we are always, when we're looking back at our our past choices, uh, is is to be open minded, really be open minded. And and sometimes you know doubt doubt can be a great thing. Doubt um, you know doubt uh, can 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 um, lead you to asking the right questions, mm. right? Am I yes. doing this for the right reasons? You know, is this bringing me closer to where I want to be? Mm. But at the same time, doubt can also bring you down. You know that spiral of that regret. The yeah, correct. Yeah, it's like, like, why did I do that? You know, if I had done this, I would have gotten that, right? So, so I think my my uh, uh, how do you say my contribution to to everyone listening is is to you know be really open minded, um, and and this whole uh, dichotomy of um, practicality and uh, and passion. You know, there's so many other things uh, that are that are unquantifiable, mm -hmm. right? So your experiences, um, the friends you make. Um, you know the lessons you've learned. These are things that you know. Some there are some lessons you cannot plan for, yeah. yes. right? And 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 it just happens, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And 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 if you look back, right? You 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 can't you couldn't have foreseen it. You know if 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 you had that Doctor Strange power, you can see fourteen million options. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> <laughs> then we all. <laughs> I think I'll end up being frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, so so yeah, you you get frozen, I think, right? And I, I don't know which one to pick, right? True, true. Right. Yeah, and yeah. and and I I think, just pick and then and then go and move. Yeah, like, like I think five start said this before our recording, just go je, you know. Yeah, just go je. Need to say the slang ah. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to add on like um, mm -hmm. I, I mean I I saw it I see it as you know as Elvin was sharing is that. Um, if I don't take that step, right, of maybe I don't take that step out to, to I, mean, I have two options, A and B. Maybe I'm making decision between A and B and I decided to go with A. Mm -hmm. But even if things don't work out, then that is when you actually realise that, oh, actually maybe B would be the choice that I would want to work, like that would have suit 
like more be more suitable for me. Yep. So if you don't take that step out, you will not. If you are always in that position, in that little hole that you are standing in, like, right, mm-hmm. and you are not gonna take that step out to decide, you know, whether I'm gonna go for A and B, then you will never know what fits you best. Right. But you, yeah. when you take that step out, even if it doesn't work for you, I feel that you actually have an answer. So you still have an answer. So it could be the case that you know, having gone for A, cemented your choice to go for B. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Which is which is actually normal in life, right? Yeah, right. it's normal. You know, you sort of you go through experiences and you mm. learn. Correct. Uh, mm. And and then you make a choice from that learning process, lah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but so it's important that yes. we learn from this yes. learning process, yes. you know. Yes. Mm. Sometimes some of us, we, we encounter it, we make the choice and we're like, okay, we're never going to do that again. And then the same thing happens and you right. make the wrong right. choice. And you're like, I should have done something else, <laughs> you know. So yes. we have to learn from, we have to yes. make an active attempt to learn from our yeah. mistakes, you know. Uh, no, I'm just thinking to be fair, I think most of us have probably had a situation like what yeah. you are describing, yeah. uh, which is repeatedly twice, oh my god, I did that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, actually, that sounds like my poly experience. Uh, don't, don't laugh, Afian. You laugh harder when I tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> most people go poly three years. I went poly for four years. Mm. And, oh, okay. and in my... So I, I, I failed enough modules to have to, have to do one more semester. So mm-hmm. that technically, that's three and a half years. Mm-hmm. So at the end of my three and a half years, I th- back then no internet, uh, sorry, I'm a bit old, uh, have to call in, have to call in a hotline, uh, and I don't know why, uh, Nian Poly, thank you Nian Poly, but that day wasn't helpful, <laughs> that day Nian Poly decided, out. edit that out, uh, no la, it's okay, la. Oh, is it? Uh, okay. Poly <laughs> I mean, it was a good experience, but that day they decided to put the two biggest faculties to call in at the same time, mm. you know, and everybody was trying to call in to get their results, Right. so I called in, and eventually I got through, and I was told that I failed one module. <laughs> so I, I failed one module and I have to do one semester to finish one module. That was so depressing. And I called my friend Kelvin. Kelvin, next semester I got to come back. I got to take triple M. And then Kelvin said, oh my god, I'll see you in class. Kelvin, come right. I did not joking. expect that twist. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, up to now, Kelvin and I are still close friends. She had experience and trauma, <laughs> right? You know, so I'm just saying that uh, sometimes yep. these things go. I mean, I repeated a, for a few times, and I made those mistakes a few times, and then really look back and like, oh, wow, sorry, okay. <laughs> oh boy, why did I do that? Yeah. You know, uh, but it's a very good point, Megani, uh, that we need to take time to do the learning, mm. and that learning comes with what I suggested just now about having time to reflect. Mm. Mm-hmm. So actually, a lot of uh, you can do some research on the internet. What you will find that a lot of successful people, what they do is that they set aside time every week to think about what has gone by. They are week that has passed. And that helps them to cement the learning for that time. Mm. You know, it doesn't have to be every week basis. La, but it's find what fits for you. Uh, but in, in life goals, you know, sometimes I think the life lessons, like Alfian is saying, you know, sometimes the... Going through A <laughs> is the lesson that teaches you that, okay, I got to do B. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And then that's where Phi said it's not linear. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and sometimes we go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And the back and forth requires us to have a learning process and then mm. uh, we make better choices moving forward. If I got to chime in also, mm-hmm. is that sometimes even before you arrive at that A or B decision, you probably have done your own research. Yeah. In a sense whereby, 
if the sender is gonna choose A, I'll probably get this, 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 this. The cons is this, 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 this. Mm. right? So that allows you to make an informed decision. So mm. when it doesn't work your way, that because of your prior research, it creates like a cushion. Like, hey, I kind of expected that mm. gonna happen, mm. okay. but maybe it's not this certain extent. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Not expecting this thing. Mm. So at the very I, I kind of like foresee that happening. That's your str Dr. Stranger's moment, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But then again, at the very least, hey, it's an informed decision. I did my research. Mm. I've consulted what I can to do. Mm -hmm. And then I proceeded with confidence. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I think uh, we sort of gotten to the end of our podcast for today. Uh, and one of the... Sorry, nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, but one of the things that we can, we do, that I would like to share with our listeners before we close the podcast, uh, is please give yourself that time. And if you find that you are undecided, you really don't know what you should do. Uh, actually, that's very normal. You're not alone. It happens to everyone at some point of their life goes uh, mm. development. Mm. So. That is the time when I will encourage you to speak to someone who's open-minded and who would, able, who would be able to see things from your perspective uh, instead of giving you advice that is coming from their life goals perspective. Yeah. You know? So you need to talk to someone who has that mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, it might be someone you're close to or uh, one also good avenue is also to see a counsellor for that. And just to normalise things, uh, unfortunately, people sometimes have the impression that you need to have a mental health disorder, then you see a counsellor, which is actually not the case. Mm. Our counsellors are also here to help people to make sense of their own uh, needs, their wants, their direction in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Elfian, I think you wanted to no, I'm say anything? No. You're done? You're okay? Okay, <laughs> great. Uh, so thank you everyone for coming in today. I think we had a really good discussion and mm. we look forward to the next episode and hopefully the listeners will continue to join us for that episode as well. Okay, have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank Thanks you. for listening.